When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. Chris, before I get started, if you need a new website or digital marketing strategy to generate more leads on social media and on Google, why not work with a Giants fan? The Media Captain is your big blue digital marketing agency, so contact them today and use the code PhillySucks and you'll get a $100 advertising credit towards Google for your business. That's Jason Parks at The Media Captain. So last year, Chris, uh, you texted me at minicamp when you were at minicamp and you said... And again, <clears throat> I always hear your accent and your voice when you text me. And, <laughs> and it was basically, what do they see in this kid law letter? And I was like, why? And you said, I, I, I don't, I'm not getting it. So, Chris, mm. put everyone's worries to bed. Yeah. Did you feel the same way when you were watching Daniel Jones these, the, the past few yeah. years? Well, you got the text, right? I sent you the text saying, hey, this kid looks pretty good. Yeah. Right. It was all positive text for me this year, Jerry. Yeah, it was. I mean, you were, I wouldn't say gushing, but you're like, this kid's arm is way better than advertised. Yeah. I thought his arm was better than advertised. Um, I was pretty impressed, man. You know, I put it on Twitter. I told you uh, on your, you know, I texted you and, hey, listen, this kid looks pretty good, man. You know, um, and he did. I mean, now, I understand it's May. I understand it's a rookie camp. I understand all that. Yeah. Okay. But sometimes you look at, you know, you look at some things and you say, all right, you know, not bad. You know, the kids that have, kids got a lot of athleticism, Jerry. Yeah. The thing that you, that you got me excited because I haven't seen it since Jeff Hostetler is when mm-hmm. he said things broke down, he took off running. My mm-hmm. prediction when he finally gets to play and he runs for a first down, he is going to get a standing ovation because I know Eli ran a little bit in his career. But mm-hmm. we haven't seen that since I really Hostetler. Yeah, um, the kid. I was impressed with a few things. I felt the kid had a lot of confidence. Yeah, you know, for a rookie, and he only got a you know he's only got a little little portion of the playbook. I felt, you know, he knew it what Sherman gave him. He's going to get the rest of the playbook this week. He's going to be studying it, and he'll be back ready with the full the whole full thing next week. Um. A lot of boots left and right through across his body. Um, beautiful through a couple of view, beautiful verticals. Dropped it right in there on a the receiver, which was most, which was promptly dropped a few times. Yeah, Slayton had a rough one, huh? And uh, wasn't well, even Slayton; it was other kids too. Okay, um, Slayton did have a rough uh, first half of the first day. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then he 
he finished strong. Oh, good. You could you could see the speed with that kid. Yeah. Live. Um, you know, and, you know, you see it on TV, Jerry, and it's like, oh, that kid's fast. And then when you see it in front of you, um, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. So um Jones speaking with us in the media, a lot of Eli type mannerisms. <laughs> yeah. The way he answers us. Yeah, a lot of a lot um, of a lot of ums. Um, very <laughs> seems like a very humble kid. Yeah, good. Ha- passed the flying test, in my opinion. Somebody asked him about Darius Slayton dropping a few balls on him, and he wasn't like, yeah, yeah, you know, he's, you know, so gave some stupid answer. He basically said, hey, listen, you know, we talked about it. We talked about some things, and a lot of it was my fault. You know, that's what you want from your quarterback, right? Yeah, good. You don't want any, you don't want your quarterback throwing anybody under the bus, you know. Uh, a la Jeff George's back in the day and all that. Um, yeah. I mean, so, a, a la Ben Roethlisberger, a la Aaron uh, Rodgers, a lot of guys, right? Right, right. Um, so a lot of positives. You could see where what Gettleman and Shermer liked in this kid. Um, is he going to struggle down the road? Of course, he struggled a little bit in the minicamp. He was, he was high a little bit a few times. Um at first, he had a little too much zip on a little intermediate passes. He, he adjusts that. It seemed as a practice went along. And, um, Jerry, listen, Eli Manning, I think we all know we discussed this, was a horrific, his first practice as a giant where yeah, right. a lot of people were like, wow, is this what they really swapped the ones for? You know? Yeah. It's comforting to see that. You know, he's a, he's a number six overall and all that. So much negativity around the kid. And it was nice leaving the mini camp saying, you know what? The kid looks like a pretty good player, man. And this kid looks like he might have it. You know, uh, you know, because look, the kid could have came in there and threw passes at receiver's feet. He could have overthrew guys by 20 feet. He could have been picked off three times in the camp. You know, he, got, he, he, he was almost picked off once by Connolly. All right, there was a deflection on a nice play by Baker, which you know people saying it was an interception. I thought it hit the ground, whatever. It's no big deal. Right. But um, and it's a credit to Baker, our other number one pick, right? Um, who made? We'll talk about him in a little bit. But um, so if you, everybody left there with a positive feeling about the young man. Um, he's you know, listen when the veterans get in next week, and when I see him at OTA in a couple of weeks in a mandatory camp in June. You know, the veterans are in and you're going to see a lot more. You know, the kid's going to struggle at times. Of course, he's a rookie. But uh, I think it's a – you should be you should feel positive, Giants fans. Uh, Jerry, you should feel positive. You know, I was texting you that. I was putting on Twitter. And we'll see what happens. But um, I was glad to see, bud. Chris, I, I think it's amazing, and I talked about this with a Jets fan last year, that when you do all this film study on these guys, you, you, mm-hmm. you, you see them – on the pro days, you see him at the combine, but mm-hmm. you don't know that you got your guy until it seems like they show up to rookie camp. And I know that sounds funny, but I heard it. Yeah. I heard it from the Jets said it last year. Like once Donald showed up and started firing it, like you know, firing all over the field. It's like ah, we got our guy. And you, you kind of got that feeling from you know. Again, it's it's a rookie camp, right? How much can you take of it? But right. you said it. His arm looks stronger. He's hitting guys in stride. Uh, he's mobile. Smart kid, good kid. You're like, wow, man. Giant fans and those of us who left the draft and walked along bridges in the pouring rain, you know, mm-hmm. we can feel a lot better, uh, at least for now, right, until the, the, the real play starts 
you know, in preseason, first training camp, then preseason and the regular season. Yeah. But uh, man, the sense you got from even the, even the, you don't want to say media that roots against them, but the, the guys who have were very critical, wasn't too much. It wasn't, there wasn't much critiquing of Jones. It was all almost gushing um, from, from a lot of guys. So you got to feel good if you're a Giants fan from uh, the past few days, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, uh, you have to feel good about uh, Steve Serbia. The Pulse went out and he yeah. found a lot of his teammates. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, well, Steve's very good. Steve's very good. Um, and he, you know, a lot of his teammates, you, you read what the kids' teammates were saying about him, about, hey, this guy this guy would have been a Heisman Trophy candidate if he had some talent around him. Yeah, these, he dropped so many balls like, on yeah, we stunk. <laughs> yeah, they were basically saying, yeah, we stunk. Uh, and that's the reason why this kid, you know, wasn't mentioned so much. And, you know, we had receivers that couldn't catch a pass. Yeah. Right. But I was pretty impressed by some of the teammates' offensive linemen were saying about what a beating he caught. And he kept getting up. Yeah. Right. He kept getting up, never complained, not one time. Hey, could somebody block for me or, or you know, things like that. Um, so a lot of positivity, a lot of positive, a lot of positivity, uh, positivity around this kid, Jerry. Um, I'm, I was pretty impressed with him. And hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll take it from here, man. We'll see what happens, man. But Sherman was thrilled about it. You know, um, you could tell he was, you know, pretty excited about the way the kid developed a little bit. He's going to get the full playback playbook this week, Jerry. Comes back with the OTAs next week. And we'll see, bud. But you should be uh, pretty happy. Uh, second question, and, and uh, yeah. maybe even more importantly, um, yeah. did you profess your, your love to Julian Love? Or did you, yes, him, I did. Did you give him a note? Or, I mean, how did you do it? Um. I got down on a knee. No, um, I I did tell you know I was going to grab Julian Love, right? Oh, yeah, you know sure. I was going to grab. I wouldn't blame you. So um, I grabbed him before the first rookie camp practice, and I talked about you know my Notre Dame fondness. <laughs> he was laughing about me, but we had you know we talked about what he did in Notre Dame. We talked yeah. about what he's going to do here, bet your system, what they expect of him, and the whole deal. He's a, a very polished young man. Any, bright any dude. Sense, any sense that he was a little annoyed that he dropped to the, the, the fourth round or no? No, no, not at all. Yeah. Um, humble kid. Yeah. Jerry, he takes it. He looks at it like, I'm here. The Giants drafted me. The Giants wanted me. And I'm going to do my thing here. Yeah, you know? um, Betcha had him lined up all over. Yeah, I saw he was lined up at safety too. Yeah, he was lined up at free safety. He was lined up in a slot. He was lined up on the outside. You know, he's a very versatile kid, and I think you're going to see a lot of that in training camp. Um, so, you know, he looked pretty decent, too. But I tell you, <clears throat> the DeAndre Baker kid, you know, it looked pretty impressive. Well, you you um, called that one months ago, and you were yeah. like, that kid, this is the best corner in the draft. And when the Giants traded up for him, you know, first person I thought of was you. You've been calling right. this for a while, and then you see him live. Um, what, 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 did you, uh, what was your take on him? Physical, yeah. Likes to play the man press, enjoys it. Um, confident, very confident kid. Uh, not like cocky where look at me, I'm great, right? But confident where he thinks he could cover every anybody. I could see that already, which is really what you want in a corner. Yeah, you okay? have to have that. You're on an island, right? I think um, he, I think Giant fans are going to really enjoy this kid. Shows some great technique on a few balls in the mini camp. Yeah. Um, I put it on Twitter, one ball on the sideline throw from Jones. Looked up, felt the receiver with his right arm, 
left hand swats the ball down, head up, knew where the ball was at all times. Something Eli Apple could never master, right? No. Um, I thought that was very impressive for a young guy because a lot of times young guys, you know, they they come out of college and they don't have the technique down yet. Yeah. You know, um, I was very impressed the way he likes to mix it up. Um, played the slot too. Besides the outside, I was going to ask you: Did they have him more on the outside than the slot? Or they had him on the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had him on the outside, but did have him in the slot too. Um, so you look for him. You know, look for him and Jack Rabbit to be on the outside starting in camp. You know, um, looks like a solid player, Jerry. Yeah, you could see why the Giants moved up to get him. Um, but listen, it'll you know it'll start counting when the big boys get out there and all that. Um. You yeah, know, in July. Yeah, so yeah, and I, I got to go back. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I got to go back before I forget. With with Daniel Jones, the Giants, I don't call what they do. What they have a screen game. It's a check down to Barkley. Um, Eli has never, and, and Lisa <laughs> at so bad. Please, I know. Don't tweet at us. Eli is a terrible screen pass quarterback. It's just for whatever reason. I don't know if it's a mental block or what, but. Uh, it seems like he can't hit a running back out of the backfield. And the Giants haven't had a successful screen game since, uh, I don't know, the Reagan administration. I, I remember Tony Galbraith was – they were good then. Uh, Tiki Barber was another one. They, they seemed to more check down with him. It was funny because you texted me like, wow, it's really nice to see Jones hitting the running backs in stride. Do you think – and I'm gonna, I'm sorry to, to admit that, but you did say it. And sorry, Lisa, because I know you're, you're steaming right now. Um, but uh, – Talk about that. Like, did you see that? Is it something you saw in minicamp more than even you saw over the summer last year? Or was it just yeah. Jones is hitting it better? It was just, you know, listen, he was pretty smooth on a little swing passes. And, you know, you know, listen, we all know he like it. Throw, ball, throw balls at running back's feet, yeah. you know, overthrow them, nearly get picked yeah. at times and all that. And I was just, you know, being a wise guy, but you know, yeah, well, Jones. No, but it's a, it's valid. I mean, we talk about it. Like, yeah, what was yeah, that? The one a couple yeah. of years ago against Dallas, the opener, a few years ago, where I think he tried to hit. I forget what running back he tried to hit. I don't know if it was Michael Cox. It was one of the, yeah, one of the backups when the David Wilson fumble game. I think it was two thousand, yeah, maybe two thousand thirteen. I don't know, or maybe two thousand. I forget. But somebody was in, and it was the end of the game, and he overthrew, and it right to the Cowboy who ran it back. That's yep. what I remember from the screen game. It wasn't David. It wasn't David Wilson. I think it, I forget who it was. But yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you know, he like sometimes is, isn't exactly the smoothest passive throwing right. to a, a running back coming out of the backfield. So right, uh, right. Yeah, I know Jones was pretty smooth with that. Of course, he doesn't have you know six five, two hundred and sixty pound guys up in his grill either. Yeah, but, right. But so far, yeah, it looked pretty smooth. Um, and and that was you know, I was happy to see that I gotta be honest with you, but I was happy to see that too. So how, hit uh, some nice seams and uh, you know made some nice throws. The kid he made some nice throws. Yeah, it looked like the video of him looked phenomenal that the Giants put out. I'm no, they're not going to put out bad ones, but yeah, um, you know, yeah, he's hitting these guys in stride. How big is Dexter Lawrence? Oh my God! Uh, everybody, I mean everybody, when he came out first to take the group photo yeah. with the number ones, you know his. There's other number one picks. Uh, the, the Giants other number one picks. They all took a, a group photo. Um, and then he came to the podium. I mean, he's just a mammoth kid, Jerry. Yeah. Mammoth. Yeah. Um, I was like, wow, you know? And you see him on a field, and you see he's got quick feet. He's got pretty quick hands. You know, listen, we're talking about a kid here that dominated the interior line at Clemson. Yeah. You know, he dominated some games in that interior line. So 
Yeah, this kid's a football player, man. I mean, you know, he played on one foot the last few years. He seems to be healthy. But, Jerry, he is one big boy. I think he's going to really help the Giants in a run game. Um, and I think he's going <clears> to, <throat> excuse me, get a little bit more of a push on that pocket and get to the quarterback, get some pressures. I think he'll be fine in that area too, more than you think. Yeah, that was a pick. That was a pick when they made it for about three to four minutes. We were like, they need an edge rusher, yet they took this guy. Mm -hmm. And then you saw who they took, and you're thinking, all right, let me let me relax here. They 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 did right here, and they you know that's why you have to let the whole draft play out because I think both of us were tweeting like, well they well they took a defensive tackle when they need an edge rusher still. Mm -hmm. But uh, this this seemed like a the right pick at the right time if if this kid's half as good as we think he's going to be. And like you said, I think the key with him is going to be getting more of a push in the, uh, mm -hmm. uh, the, the passing, uh, the, 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 uh, in the passing game uh, yeah. than, than Snacks Harrison got. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, we talked about, a lot of us talked about it at the practice. I put it on Twitter and I talked to you, but he's, he's like a more athletic Snacks. Yeah. That's what he reminds me of. It's not a bad you thing. Know? Right. I mean, Snacks is a heck of a football player, man. A heck of a football player. Um, but this kid is like more athletic. Like yeah. he, he'll play the run, and he's going to do some things. You know, getting to the quarterback as far as pressures, and maybe get you know getting a few sacks and all that. Uh, it's so important in today's football, Jerry, to get up in that pocket up the middle. Right. You know, um, because you know obviously quarterbacks don't like to step up, especially a guy named Brady who who will be playing in October. You know, so I think you're going to see a lot of that with Lawrence. Is he going to be a three down guy right off the bat? No, probably not. But as time goes on. He'll probably he's going to develop into I I think he'll develop into a, a three down player I really do, uh, but Jerry he's just a big boy man a big boy, um, so I I I was pretty impressed with him. Yeah, and, and, and you also talked about you sent some tweets about how active Ryan Connolly was. That was a pick mm -hmm. that people said, oh, there's there's Mac out there, there's other linebackers that are out there. Why the hell did they take him? Did he come off a little faster than you expected, or was he reading the the offense better? Like. What, yeah, what was yeah. what was he doing so well? Yeah, he was a bit he was a bit quicker than I thought. Yeah, you know he seems to be a real smart kid, Jerry. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, so you know uh, he's a, he's he's a tackling guy. You know, he makes a lot of ta he made a lot of tackles in Wisconsin. Yeah, um, very good special teams guy. So he's gonna be you know it'll be interesting to see he's gonna be lined up alongside B.J. Woodson. You know, in that camp in the camp in July in. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens there. So the kids are going to provide some competition, no doubt about it. And, uh, of course, Ballantyne didn't make it. Um, mm. It was at his, his uh, friend's funeral. Um, and the Giants did the right thing there, telling him to stay back. I thought that was really classy. And then he had Big George. We're not even going to try to say his last name yet. He no, I just call him Big George. Yeah, he's yeah. got to be on the team for at least six months before we even attempt to butcher that name every week. Right. Um, and uh, he's uh, big, huh? <laughs> he's a monster, too, man. He's got a pair of guns on him. Yeah. I mean, they are like mu muscle, man. They're like, oh, man, this this kid is huge, you know. So, listen, Jerry, he's a kid that, you know, went against Josh Allen yeah. every day in practice yep. at the University of Kentucky. You know, he played SEC competition. Yep. Now, a lot of people thought he was going to be more of a god when he hit the NFL. Pat Sherman made it clear the other day, no, he's playing right tackle. Yep. So he's going to compete. Do you th do you still think they make it run at Remmers? Or are they going to go with the combo of Wheeler and Big George and see who wins? I, I think they're going to. I think when Remmers gets cleared, they're going to bring him in here. Whether or not he makes the fifty three is another story. Interesting. We'll see what he looks like. We'll see how healthy you know. Yeah. We'll see because you know Remmers played guard the last few years. You know in Minnesota, 
Um, so we'll see how he looks out out on that edge. Uh, but big, you know, big George is going to be in the mix. There's no question about it's. Let's put it this way, Jerry. He's going to be in the competition, right? Yeah. It's his. If he could beat out Wheeler, and if Remus comes in here, if he he could beat them out, it's going to. It's not like okay, well, this kid's not going to be penciled. No, it's going to be an open competition and right tackle. Right. There's no question about it. Right. All right. So um, we'll see what the kid could do. You know, this is a kid that played a lot of against a lot of good football players in the SEC, and he won a lot of battles, man. So uh, he's going to be intriguing. That whole right tackle position is going to be very intriguing come camp time, and the cornerback position battles is going to be so intriguing. And it's a shame he couldn't see Bill. And we didn't even see Bill. You know, he wasn't eligible that yeah. rookie camp. Um, so I can't wait to see him. I haven't seen him, Jerry. Well, yeah. I'll see him in a couple of weeks at the OTA. Can't wait to see that that kid too, man. And uh, the X Man, uh, you you made uh, all of the, yeah. the media room erupt in laughter when uh, someone said about X Man. He said that was really never my name, and then it got real quiet. And you said, "So X Man, question for you." Everybody <laughs> laughed. So uh, that was awesome. I mean, uh, you know, again, uh, small school guy. No one from Old Dominion ever uh, jumped to the pros, but um, looked like a guy that can uh, that can do it, or what? What do you think? Yeah, we'll see. You know, he's got a nice little quick step. That's what I mean. Did he look fast on the field or what? Yeah, he looks like he's got a quick step. It looks like he's got a quick first step, you know? I'm glad they, uh, there's no pressure. They gave him number 53. <laughs> right. No pressure at all. Well, those numbers, are, you know, they'll be changing. But, yeah, yeah, nobody even wanted to break his chops about that. But, <laughs> but um, uh, um, wow. they should have really, they should have really messed him and gave him 56, Jerry. Yeah, oh, jeez. <laughs> so, so I saw I got 53. I laughed. I'm like, wow. Okay, yeah. at least there's no expectations for the kid. No, so it is. Listen, great kid. Uh, really wants to work hard. You could tell. Um, so, um, third third round pick, man. They're expecting big things. The, the I could tell you this: that Pat Sherma and Gettleman feel they got a steal for this yeah. kid in the third round. And and, and the comparison's been made to OC, and you almost feel like they. You can remember when when a Corsi was GM, he felt like he got a steal with OC, and that the rest of the league was asleep. You get that same sense with these guys. Like they love that they got this kid, and they, mm-hmm. they pulled the biggest heist on the entire NFL, grabbing him in the third round. That's what they look. It remains to be seen how he plays, but they you could tell they feel like they got something special with him. Yeah, I know for a fact they feel like that. That's Sherman and Gettleman feel they got a a, a real nice play in the third round with this kid. So listen, there's been plenty of good players, man, um, from small schools, yeah. right in the NFL. Uh, you you know. Ozzy was from Troy State, right? Yep. Uh, where was Strahan? <laughs> uh, Texas Christian. Yeah, right. Not exactly a football, the football mecca of the world. Right. Um, Demarcus Ware, Troy another State. Troy guy. Yeah. Right. So we'll see. I'm not comparing, you know, no, X Men to those guys. Yeah. I'm just saying that you know, don't give up because the kids from a small school like an old Dominion, and say, ah, he's got no chance. You know, you can't be like, let's see what the kid does. When he starts lining up against, you know, Nate Solder and all that, right? And then lastly, we had the, uh, we'll call them the uh, the Slayton brothers, even though they're not brothers, um, mm-hmm. the receiver and the the defensive tackle. Any any of the uh, the free agents uh, jump out at you at all? Well, the first day Alex Wesley, the receiver, did. Um, he had a nice practice, a nice diving catch. Um, but then he, he didn't do much the second day. Uh, the the safety who they wound up signing. I'm sorry, number thirty three. I don't have the roster in front of me. And of course, I forgot his name. Um, is Tenny? Uh, I forget his name. I'm sorry, Jerry. Uh, Chris. Uh, by the by the way, by the way, 
I'm not going to I'm not going to pull a Francesa here. It's Texas Southern for Strayan. I was wrong. Texas no, Southern, right? Okay, Texas I'm Christian. sorry. Right. No, my fault. Right. My fault. Um, I feel like I should like I, I feel like I should get a slap on the wrist for that. I just that's not it's unacceptable. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. So um, the safety at number thirty three, which I, of course I'm forgetting his name. Um, the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Um, he he played pretty decent. The Giants did wind up signing him. Oh, good. Uh, uh, so other than that, Jerry, uh, uh, you know what? The C.J. Conrad kid, the tight end, yeah, made some grabs. You know, it was you know he didn't he didn't look bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was an undrafted free agent. So, um, what about Reggie White Jr. wearing number? Uh, nah, not really. 13. You know, yeah, no, not really. Um, he he was a right. You know, he was like the ball that Baker deflected. Um, he's got to come back more white and fight for that. He didn't. He Ken, just by like, the way, t- Kenny Ladler is thirty three. Right, Kenny Ladler. That's what it said. That's what the giant roster says. Unless. Unless I'm uh, – no, that's a second-year guy. I'm sorry. Never mind. No, that's – he. they released Lyle. You're looking at an old roster, I think. No, but... okay. Sorry. Okay, no, actually his name is Tenny Atwazee, something like that. Oh, Tenny right. Atwazee from Delaware. Oh, that's the kid okay. I, Got it. That's the kid I'm thinking about. Um, um. So, you know, that he, he stood – not stood out, but he played pretty decent. Yeah. Um. It was funny that they – Um. I saw they – Again, the numbers mean nothing right now, but they gave 13 to Reggie White Jr. That's uh, it reminds me of when Kenny Phillips got Tiki Barber's number almost, you know, it was a year later. Yeah. But uh, yeah. the Giants aren't too sentimental with with things like that. It's they will give out a number quickly. Yeah, yeah. So um, this hey, is this, this not good. ninety. This isn't ninety two or ten. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, it was you know, listen, it was good. It was good to see these draft picks out there running around. The kid Slayton, the wide receiver Darius Slayton, Jerry. Yeah. Very fast, man. Very fast. Yeah. Um, finished strong in the camp. Um, so uh, he's a kid that could go stretch the field on it now. You know what I mean? He's a he's a kid that could take a little. He's a kid that could take a little smoke screen and go sixty yards. You know? Yeah. He, so uh, we'll see he how Shermer works him in. Forget what game it was. We had three touchdowns and and one of them was just a screen pass and he took it all the way. Uh, right. There was one game where he exploded. Um, yeah. I forget yeah. which one. Yeah. But. So. Uh, Oh, dude, good stuff, man. And I think as I think the biggest worry on on everyone's mind was Daniel Jones, and it is way too early to speculate anything. Sure, we yeah. haven't seen you know mini. We haven't seen mini camp. We haven't seen um, training camp. We haven't seen um, you know uh, the the preseason. Yep. But I think the number, the over under. Uh, for Eli Manning, a lot of people are saying is like six games, right? And it's all going to come down to how they're doing, I think, right? If the, the schedule, and, and we did this a few weeks ago where you laughed at me and, and deservedly mm-hmm. so, you look at the schedule <laughs> and it's like, it's not that bad, especially at the outset. You know, you have, uh, you have Dallas, you have the Bills, I think the Redskins are mixed in, Tampa, I think. And I, I, really, I really believe, 
the, 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 when the Giants made the change from Kurt Warner to Eli, they were five and four, I think. Yep. But they were five yep. and two at first. Then they lost two, and the Arizona game was the one I think where um, Kurt Warner was holding it, holding the ball so long. Uh, yeah. But I think that I think they were five and four or five and five. It was the Atlanta game was his first start against Michael Vick. I think the leash for Manning is actually going to be shorter. I really do. Mm. I, I do. And I, I know it's very early, but you know what? It's fun to talk about this now. And again, those of you out there who love Eli, I, I, I like him too. Uh, this is not a shot at anybody. But I think as happy as Gettleman and Shermer are to get this kid, and you could tell Shermer gushes over him as well. And you, he, Shermer loves the rollouts, and this kid's very mobile, um, very quick, throws well on the run. I believe the, this, the leash will be short. I think if – I don't know what record the record has to be, but it would not s- surprise me if, you know, if they're 2-3, and 2-4, and four, that, that the kid comes in. I, I really believe it, man. I, I, I just think they've done right by Eli <laughs> – they, 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 they fixed what McAdoo screwed up. And this isn't a case where it's like, oh, let's see what we have. It's no, 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 no. This kid is the future. He's getting in eventually. I think mm. ideally you'd want to see uh, the, the Alex Smith thing happen where Eli goes 10 and six, Giants make the playoffs. That's it. But I just think the leash on Manning this year is going to be shorter, man. I really do. Mm. So you think like a, like a two and four start? And he's Something gone? like that. I don't think. I, don't, mm. I, I think through four games. I think that first off, the questions will be fast and furious by the media, right? Not named Chris Busy. Yeah. And yeah, you know, I could see zero and one. Hey, when do you start, when do you consider Jones? Depending on the game Manning has, if he has a nah. if he has a clunker against Dallas, you could see people asking Shermer right away. They're going to be there's going to be sharks in the water, and yeah. they are going to be going after him. I, I just think it's going to be – I don't think it's going to take a lot of games for Manning to lose before Jones gets in. And I, I, I could be wrong, but that's just the, the sense I get with this this go-around. Mm. No. We'll see, man. But It's going to depend on the record and how Eli's playing, yeah. right? Yeah. If Eli's playing well, but they're 2-5 and five because defense can't get stops or whatever it might be, or a guy fumbles late in the game, whatever, you know, then I don't know if it's going to be that quick. Yeah, it's a good um, point. It's a good point. Um, if they're two and five and Eli's the reason why they're two and five, or well, I should say one of the main reasons why it's two and five, um, then yeah, I, I fully expect to see the kid Jones. Like put it this way, yeah. last last year the offensive line was why the Giants struggled. But Manning's numbers were not good. Yeah, it was Manning was part of the blame. Yeah. Right. I don't think he gets that luxury this year. I think if they start off and he plays like he did in Jacksonville against Jacksonville and then Dallas gets a win against, you know, got the win against Houston. Say that last year was this year. I think after the bye week, I think, <laughs> well, yeah, maybe, maybe the Eagle game, maybe right after that first Eagle game is when you'd say, all right, you know what? Put the kid in because this we, we're moving on. That's what I think. Yeah. Well, you know, this is going to be the challenge for Pat Shermer because yeah. he's going to have to deal with this. Yep. Right. Um, but Jerry, you know, this is the first time, that Eli Manning has had a kid behind him that's in the rearview mirror. And you've always said that. like what, The first time. Now we, we talked about this for years as friends before you did this. We used to say right. Manning has never had a backup that could even challenge him for any playing time. Uh, and I felt that was not a good – as a matter of fact, what did I tell you? I said to you earlier after the season that if they don't go quarterback this year – 
of course, we know what happened now. But if they don't go quarterback, they have to bring in a veteran that could help a team win a game. Yeah. If Eli gets hurt, A, if he gets hurt, or B, he just looks horrific. Yep. So bring a veteran in, you know, that could actually play a little bit that could win some games for you or, or keep you competitive. Yeah, and we're not, by the way, we're not talking about, like, early in his career. Like, I didn't, I didn't want – I was fine with Jared Lorenzen backing him up when he was the man, right? No, no, no. We're talking about yeah. the last five, six right. years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I was fine with David Carr backing him up when Manning was having MVP-like seasons. Um, but, right. But, yeah, the past few years, it's like, wow, there's Brian Massad. Okay. Geno Smith. Hmm. Right. All right. Right. Um, there was never, you know, and we won't, and we're not even talking three, four years. And we're not even talking taking a kid number one three, four years ago. We'll just talk about, like, having a veteran that could – play right 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 that you know where eli says himself you know at the time you know years ago where eli says himself hey if i throw three picks or i make a stupid decision your coach is gonna get, get me out of here which you know which who was coughlin gonna go to right, right. I, although i felt at times coughlin should have sat eli down doing some you know spurts where he did not play well right right but coughlin got a bit ever did that or say anything bad all right okay that's a whole other story yeah but this is the first time that there is a kid in a rearview mirror waiting to go in. Yep. Right. Um, so Eli is super competitive, Jerry. Don't let him fool you with the you know the easy Eli act, and he's always laid back, and he is. But he still has that fire in him, Jerry. And he's a very competitive man. Very competitive. Well, you saw so, you saw from the video he put out. Like this is not a guy, and I think Schwartz said it. Paul Schwartz in the post said this is not a guy who looks like he's going to go gently into the night. No, Jerry. He's a professional athlete. Yeah. And when professional athletes smell a guy ready to take their job, yeah, you'd be surprised how they just kick it up to another level. Yeah. Not trust me, everybody. I'm not saying Eli was. Like very lackadaisical. Oh, he knew he wasn't going to come out, so he didn't care about that. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's just human nature of a professional athlete that when there's a kid ready to fill your shoes, ready to jump in for you, that you'd be surprised that you just might taking up take it up another notch. I mean, Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh did it with Montana by bringing in Young. You know, I'm not saying it works every time. Yeah. And I think sometimes there can be too yeah. much controversy, but you have to have someone that's not just ready to play, but could right. like like Banks says, no more scholarships, and that even that should even count for a guy like Manning, who's given so much to the organization. So, right, it will Listen, be very interesting, man. Jerry Eli Manning is the greatest quarterback this organization has ever had. Yeah, right. Yep. But you, there might have been times. Now, just stick with me in this, where Eli went back in a pocket and tried to force something, right? Where if it wasn't there. And he gets picked off, you know, not saying he wants, you know, okay, he gets picked off knowing, right? Knowing, hey, I'm not coming out of this game. So maybe you take that extra chance where you might not if you do this twice a game and there's a kid waiting to come in. Do you understand I'm trying to get at, Jerry? 100% right. Right. And, you know, and trust me, I'm follow what I'm saying here is that professional athletes. It's a little bit of a different mindset, all right? A little bit where there's a kid, either baseball, where a kid's coming up through the minors and he's going to take your job at second base, right? Uh, or or football, where there's a quarterback who's a sixth overall pick that's just waiting to come in, you know? I'm, I'm really anxious to see. I'm really looking forward to seeing Eli 
this year if it's just a tad bit more urgency on his part. And and the best scenario for the Giants is that he dominates and he does really well. They have a good yes. season. I mean, no one's rooting against them to see Daniel no. Jones. If Daniel no, Jones, not at all. If Daniel Jones doesn't play this year, it's the best thing for the Giants because it means that they probably had a winning record they, and are heading to the playoffs. Right, or they're competing for a playoff spot, right? Right. right. I mean, that's the best-case scenario. If we see Daniel Jones this year, the chances are Eli, the team's not doing well and Eli's not playing well, right? Yeah. So it'd be fascinating to play out. I, you know, I, Jerry, don't be surprised if you see Eli have a pretty good year this year. I'm telling you, bud. I'm telling you. He's going to have a little more help with that offensive line, hopefully, right? Hopefully. They put pass protect for him much better. And he plays some pretty good football. Well, you like to think he's got four or five positions set, so – the line should be better, right. 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 Should be better. Right. Should be better. Um, I expect Saquon to be better picking up blitzes, blocking and all that. Um, so I tell you what, I'm really looking forward to seeing Eli um, because this is the first time, you know, in his borderline Hall of Fame career that there's a kid waiting to go in. Right. Yep. And getting back to Jones, that's going to be Sherman's job to handle the media. Because you know the Giants start off 0-3, 0-2, 1-3. You know, Jerry, what I'm getting at. And Eli's playing okay. Yeah. The Sharks are going to start. You know, yeah, And, Jerry, I, I have yeah. to be honest with you. And I'm going to be one of those Sharks, bud. Yeah. I'm going to be like, too, hey, coach, are you thinking about it? You know, it's 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 our job. Right. No, I know. And you I, know? I, I guess I'm not trying to start it now, but you just no. – the, the speculation is there for everybody. Like, all right, well – what's the right week, you know, and you can envision a slow start. They're not going to put up with it very long. And if it's Jerry, I mean, what I mean is a slow start for Manning. Jerry, if Daniel Jones looks good in the preseason, yeah, it could be the first game of the year. First know, quarter. If you like, I know. Yeah. If, if you like those a bad pick, yeah. you don't think there's going to be people in the fan base going, well, oh, what are we doing here? You know? Yeah. I think, what are we I doing think here? all the goodwill's gone. I think uh, now that you have this kid and he, like you said, he looks good in the preseason. Giant fans are gonna be like, all right, put the kid in. So, you know, listen, this is the challenge of Pat Sherman this year. He's going to have to deal with this. Yep. So hopefully Eli plays well, the team plays well, and Sherman won't have to deal with it, right? One more so. guy I wanted to ask you about uh, before we get to our buffoons of the week. Um, Eric Dungy, the, the, the kid from mm. uh, Syracuse. Does yeah, he have a right. legitimate shot at making this team? I think so, bud. They like him, right? I'm telling you, Sherman was gushing over him. Yeah. Um, he actually... When he didn't get drafted, yeah. uh, quarterback at the University of Syracuse, which injuries have really hurt his career. But he, he, you'll see it. You know, we, uh, we did a little workup on the undrafted free agents coming out in the next issue. Um, most 300 yard games, University of Syracuse, and most yards per game. Okay. Problem with him has been injuries. Okay. Forget about that for now. Sherman actually called his dad, reached out to his family yeah. to get him to sign with the Giants. Yep. That's how much. Pat Sherman thought of this young man. Now, the interesting, Jerry, what everybody's eyebrows are like, what? You know, everybody's eyebrows are raised and everybody was like, what is this? When we looked at the roster, he's listed as a quarterback slash tight end. Yeah, that's awesome. Never played tight end in Syracuse, by the way. Yeah, yeah. But he's so athletic that it's so intriguing what they have in store for this guy. So by the way, everybody's going, oh, it could be another Tyson Hill, you know. Of the Saints, uh, you know, and all that. We'll see. We'll see what Sherman has in store for him. I tell you what, Jerry, I forgot to answer that before. I, I forgot to give his name when you asked me about the undrafted yeah. kids. Yeah. Uh, he threw the ball around pretty good, that kid. 
he threw the ball out pretty good. So Sherman really likes him, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, you can see practice squad. You can see, you know, we'll see, you know, what, what, but I'll be surprised if he gets caught out and out of a cut because they have some things in store for this, for this kid. It'd be fun to watch a guy like that on third down. Um, I'm not, maybe, I know the Wildcats a little antiquated now, but do something, um, you know, and maybe line up in the backfield, line up at tight end, take the ball under center. Who the hell knows? But mm-hmm. Giants have never, ever had that. And you think a guy like Shermer with his offensive mind, you know, the Giants were hamstrung with, at some talent positions last year. You, you wonder if they could uh, pull that off with him. And, and, and real quick, it's funny that I have to go back again that it's been this long since the Giants have had an athletic quarterback in Jeff Hostetler who would mm-hmm. sometimes played wide receiver. And I don't think he played it much in college, but it was like, we don't know what to do with this guy. Line up at wide receiver. You know, like, wow. Like, it's been that long since we've had this kind of athleticism at the quarterback position. Jerry, they put this kid down tight end for a reason. Yeah. You know, I don't think it was just, oh, let's just go mess with the media. Watch this. You know, I don't, <laughs> it wasn't that. Yeah. There's obviously, obviously they have something in mind for this kid, it's good. you know, which we will find out as the process moves along, you know? So um, that's going to be interesting too. Good stuff, pal. All right. We are 40 minutes in already. Uh, it wow. Is, it is Man. buffoon of the week time. Oh, now God. Chris and I always talk about this or I do. Oh. We are unapologetic fans who cover this team. And, and Chris is the beat writer. Chris is there an awful lot. But our, our Twitter account is definitely, it oozes that we are fans. It is what it is. But what we don't do is, I don't look at videos of other teams and then comment on them and say things like, oh, something Dallas or Philly. And I use an example. The guy E-Rock in Philly, right? He's like a souped up version of oh, license plate guy. What I mean by that is he has a podcast. Like if, if Picture license plate guy with a podcast. But he's had me on his show talking about Giants-Eagles. And there's a kind of a code here where it's like, you know what? I'm not going to comment on videos of your team. Don't do it to mine. But someone named Kyle Krabs, who writes for Dolphins Wire, probably a nice guy. But he commented on the Daniel Jones video that the Giants put out. And he said the following statement. Y'all made, and by the way, you want to annoy me? Write y'all. Y apostrophe A-L-L. I don't know what the hell. I guess it's you all, but my God, talk about annoying. Y'all made a highlight video of almost exclusively swing passes to fullbacks. I mean, if you look at the video, it's complete horse crap. But also, I just find it interesting that a Dolphins guy is commenting on the quarterback position at all. Because the last guy they had was Dan Marino. And I think he, what, retired in 98, 99? And I just, I don't understand that mentality. He's probably a nice guy, Kyle Krabs, but... um, I was very annoying to look at that this morning. Like everyone is jumping on the Daniel Jones thing. Matt Barry, who follows us and we follow, had to make a comment about a WNBA player who threw a T-shirt into the stands and saying, "Oh, does he, does she have a better arm than than Jones?" And Matt, Matt Barry, I believe, is a Redskins fan. You know, the, mm-hmm. the guys who, who make these comments uh, on the Giants, it's getting old. It's annoying. And unfortunately, Kyle, you are my buffoon of the week. Okay. I did not know. I, I saw it on Twitter. I did not know he worked for Miami. Uh, he's the. Um, he covers his, the Dolphins. His, his, his uh, yeah, it says lead editor of the Dolphins Wire. Lead Probably a nice guy, but I don't know why you have to comment on. Yeah, I don't quite stuff. get That's that. We're not, com- you know, I don't quite get that either. But uh, so whatever. I think they have enough to worry about in South Florida. 
with their football team to worry about us, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, my buffoon of the week is going to be the New York Jets daily beat writer for the New York Daily News, Manish Mehta, <laughs> who decided to write something that he was informed from somebody in the NFC East, I believe, um, that they thought Daniel Jones was going to be a better tight end than quarterback. Hmm. Now, this is what I mean about you know being irresponsible. Yeah. Okay, Does anybody have any idea what Manish Mehta is talking about? Okay. The, uh, if that was even true, do you think Manish Mehta would ever say to himself, I think they're using me you know, to try to drive a little wedge between – the Giants in their fan base and, and the whole NFC East, you know, I mean, when do you say to yourself, well, I don't know if I'm going to run with this, right? <laughs> right. Daniel Jones is going to be a tight end, <laughs> not a quarterback. Okay. Now Manish Mehta um, is despised by the Jets players. Okay. Despised. I know right, that for Chris, a fact. Real, real quick. I don't want to interrupt, but. You naming him has united Jets and Giants fans for maybe the first and only time in the history of sports. They can't stand them too, right? Hate him. Hate his guts. Right. Um, I know for a fact the players mock him. They laugh at him in the locker room. They think he's a total buffoon. Know that for a fact. For a fact, I know that. <laughs> I didn't know that, Chris. Trust me, folks. I know people that know Jet players very well. And they laugh at him. They think he's a buffoon. Okay. <laughs> So why he, he likes to stir it up with the Giants a little bit, I noticed. Like, dude, worry about the Jets, okay? Because nobody in that Jets locker room, not one player, Manish, trust me on this. They might act like you're fr- Oh, how you doing, Manish? Oh, yeah, you look like you look. That's a nice shoes you have today. You know, um, they think you're a blowhard. They think you know nothing about football. Nothing. And now to make this, you know, to leak this about, oh, yeah, somebody in the NFC thought he was a tight end. They would be a better tight end. I mean, when does it end, you know? When does it end? So I thought that was comical. And then when I saw where it came from, I said, not surprising. Midish Meta is the one who wrote it. Okay? Midish Meta, who weighs about 40 pounds. Okay? Not surprising. Midish, you are the buff. Phone of the week. Chris, I couldn't possibly add to that brilliance. Um, Nice job by you, buddy. Um, Yeah, he used to get his info in the Rex Ryan uh, regime. I think from, I think from Mike, uh, I'm not saying his name right, Patton, is that it? Patin? Mike Mike Patton. Patton, yeah. yeah. He used to get his info from him, supposedly. He was always the unnamed source. Oh, really? Yeah. Great job by you, pal. Um, Anything else you want to add? No, 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 no. Thank you, man. Um, No, no, I think that's it, bud. Um, All right, everybody. Good, good things. We uh, we print Sunday night, so if you want to order your copy of the Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Download the app from the App Store, or go to magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. Uh, lots of writing this week. Lots of proofreading. Lots of fun. We will talk to you guys Thursday night. Um, we will take hey, Twitter yeah. questions again. So hey, yeah, folks. I don't know why. If you don't have this paper yet, I don't know why you don't. Jerry's gonna. Bang out his two columns, right? You're, you're pumped up about that. I know you at, are, right? At least, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you a little rundown on your undrafted free agents. I'm going to give you a little article about why I feel Gettleman's legacy is 
will be will lie in Daniel Jones's right arm, right, bud? Absolutely. Yeah, good stuff, bud. Good job, Chris. And remember, guys, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.